Welcome to Pathway to Faith Podcast, the media ministry of Harvest Church International Outreach, where we elevate and nurture families through the Word of God. We are so glad that you are here and believe that God will change your life through today's message. Let's listen. The title of the message, the title of the message is, I Already Have the Blessings. I already have the blessing. And I say I because I want you to make it personal for you. Amen? Amen. I want it to be personal to you. I already have the blessing. And um, I'm going to go ahead and give you my foundational scripture. They can put it on the, um, on the screen. It's Proverbs 10, And I'm going to read it from the New King James Version. The blessing of the Lord maketh one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Amen? The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Uh, go ahead and put up my first nugget. Amen? Let's read it together. Most Christians consider things they possess cars, houses, clothes, and money as blessings. Amen? Let's put up my second nugget. Amen? God's blessings is his ability on your ability. Amen? Let's read the third nugget. The blessing makes rich whatever is needed at the time. Amen? Let's read the fourth nugget. Amen. The blessing is a positive force and the curse is an opposing force. And the last nugget. Amen. So that's three ways blessings can be transferred by inheritance, invocation, and impartation. Amen? Amen. And as I begin to study out this word late last night, <laughs> uh, the Lord began to minister some things to me because it's really a powerful word. Um, when you're talking about the blessings of God, the blessings of the Lord makes one rich and he has no sorrow. And because of that, and, and sorrow is another word for toil. He has no toil. There's no toiling with the blessings of God. And it's just like, as you look at this word, it's just like when you became saved, you didn't earn salvation. You received it by the grace and by faith. Amen. When you got filled with the Holy Spirit, you received it by faith and by grace. Amen? So, and when you receive your healing, many of us have received our healing. We received it by grace and by, amen? So, why would the blessing not be the same? We receive it by grace and by faith. Amen? Because um, as a born-again child of God, 
you should be functioning under the blessings of God. I'm going to say that again. As a born-again child of God, you should be functioning under the blessings of God. Amen? And faith without works is what? So we have some things we have to do too. Amen? Um, <laughs> and the thing about blessings, and Bishop tell us all the time that blessings isn't just for us to hoard up. The blessings so we can be blessed to be a blessing. Just as Abraham uh, was. He said, I'll make you a blessing. God told him, I'll make you a blessing to be a blessing. Amen? And, and because of that, that's why Abraham was blessed. Amen? Um, and a lot of times in blessing, it's not just money. It's not just money. There's many blessings, God, and I'm going to show you that in the scriptures and in his word. Amen? And sometimes we seek God, you know, a lot of times for finances or what have you. But Matthew 6, 33 uh, says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So by seeking God's face, seeing what is a God want to say or what God wants you to do, the blessings are just a byproduct of seeking God's face. Because God is relational, and he wants relationship with us. And if we press in and spend that time in his word so he can show us what he has for us to do for the kingdom of God, the blessing is just a byproduct of being obedient to the things of God. And a lot of times God tells us to do things and we don't do it, not realizing the reason you didn't receive the blessing that you had in your heart and your mind is because you weren't obedient. Amen. So we have to be mindful of the fact that we serve a good God and he's in the blessing business. Amen? And there's no shortage. Amen? And, and, and like this word said, and when he blesses us, there will, no, there will not be any painful consequences. That's why his word said, and he adds, no sorrow, no toil. Amen? And, and, and the thing we understand, God was so good. What did God do? God gave us his best. He gave us Jesus the Christ, the son of the living God. And because of that, um, Jesus went to the cross so that we wouldn't suffer. He redeemed us from the curse of the law. Amen? And uh, 2 Corinthians 8 9, if you can put that on the screen, 2 Corinthians 8 9. 2 Corinthians 8 9. Thank you, Betty. I didn't give them all the scriptures, so be patient with them, please. But 2 Corinthians 8 9 says, For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you, <clears throat> though his poverty, might become rich. Amen? So Jesus died for us so that we wouldn't be in poverty so that we would become rich. And again, rich is not only money. I'm going to get to that. Amen? But Jesus, but God gave us his best, his only begotten son. son. Amen? And, um, and, and, and part of being blessed, and the blessing is having a heart to give because God is not blessing us for us to hoard it up for ourselves. You're blessed to be a blessing. 
it was just a few days ago, my wife and I was in, um, in um, Jamaica, uh, Montego Bay. And then I was asking her, because was at the place everything's paid for. I said, but what about tip? And they said, well, you don't have to give tip. Well, that's not my heart, because growing up as a young lad, I was a waiter, and I know what it is to get tip, you know. And so as we began to do things and eat, and the food was great. But uh, I told my wife, well, I got a tip. I said, because this is in my heart. And then as I, I had an opportunity to go around uh, the city, and I saw how the people live, and I mean, I saw poverty. Amen? But I said, I'm blessed, so I want to be a blessing. So as I began to do different things, I blessed people. I blessed people. And, 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 and it did my heart good because I seen how they live. In fact, some of the places went by that, you know, they had the doors open, and my wife's wood house don't have any doors. I said, it has a door. They're trying to get the air. They don't have air conditioning. Amen? But the thing about it, you blessed to be a blessing. And when God tell you to bless somebody, you need to bless them. And not a few weeks ago, my, my, my uh, sister, she had to, uh, got rushed to the emergency room, and um, she was dealing with some pain in her back. And um, uh, they checked out, and she released, kept her uh, that night, and she was released. And the next day, I was just riding down the street, and, the God, and God told me, he said, bless her. And um, uh, thanks to uh, our men's president, Shannon Clifton, I cash out now, because he got on me about my checkbook. But anyway... So uh, I'm driving down the street, and the Lord told me to bless her, and I, you know, cashed out. And she texts me back. She said, you really are a man of God. <laughs> she said, you heard from God. I had a need, and, and this is going to take care of it. But I did what God told me to. I did what God told me to do, and it blessed her. I mean, she was dealing with what she was dealing with. She didn't need to deal with another situation that she had to confront if I'm, if I'm blessed enough to bless her. Amen? And that's how we have to th see things because uh, God wants us to give. Uh, Luke 6.38. Luke 6.38. And we're going to read that together. Luke 6.38 as they put it on the screen because uh, God wants us to give because he want to give us more. Amen? And you have to understand that, um, um, that that's why in Luke 68, it says, let's read it together. Amen. Amen. That's the word of God. And he wants us to give. Amen. And uh, as I get through this, I'm going to show you the blessing, all right? And, 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 and the key is, when he gives you the blessing, be mindful of what God telling you to do with the blessing. It's not all for you. Amen? Amen. Um, <clears throat> so, here's the thing about the blessings. I mean, about um, his plan for us. Because his plan for us includes lives rich and all good things. I'm going to say that again. His plan for us include live rich in all good things. What are you saying, preacher? This include health. This include happiness in relationship. This include peace. This include joy. And it also include the financial blessing. But the rich can be health. The rich can, can be relationship. The rich can be your, 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 your relationship with your spouse. 
Your rich can be your relationship with your family. Amen? The rich can be having peace of mind because uh, we know mental illness is going rampant in this country. But you need a peace of mind that only God can give. You need that rich. That's rich. Amen? Amen. So believing God loves us and he don't want us to struggle. We're the children of the most high God and he don't want us to struggle. He didn't bring us this far for us to struggle. Amen? So I'm going to try to show you things in this word. Amen? Put up my first nugget again. Please. <clears throat> Let's read it together. Okay? And that's, that's tradition what most Christians believe, okay? But as we go through the scriptures, one of the things God showed me about blessings is that these things listed here, they actually are the results or the effects of God's blessing. Amen? They are actually the results and the effects of God's blessing. And let me try to explain that to you because if you think about the wind, when the wind blows, okay, you may hear, hear the wind blow, you see trees, hear the trees um, rumbling, and that type of thing. That's not the wind. That's the effects of the wind. That's the effects of the wind. When you hear it howling, that's the effects of the wind. So what you're seeing is not the wind. It's the effects of the wind. So um, those things represent the manifestation of the wind. Amen? Well, the same is true about the blessing. Happiness, money, pleasure, peace are the byproducts of the blessings, of God's blessing. Amen? And, 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 and what it is, in order to understand the true meaning of what a blessing is, we have to see it from a biblical perspective. Amen? Because the Bible says the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he added no sorrow with it. Okay? A more accurate definition of the Lord's blessing is an endowment of power resulting in prosperity and success, a sign of special favor, okay? Now, so the Lord blessing is the nature of his power, his ability and anointing to bring about prosperity, his anointing and his ability to bring about pr pr prosperity, success, and, and favor. So basically what I'm saying, the blessing is God's empowerment for us to prosper. Amen? Amen? So think about it this way. Put that second nugget up a minute. Look at it this way, and I think it'll simplify it for you. Put up the second nugget. Let's read that. Okay. So if God places his ability, so God is the super. What are you? The natural. So you put the super on the natural, what do you get? The supernatural. 
So that's God putting his ability on your ability so you can do the supernatural. Good God of mercy. Somebody ought to be excited about the supernatural. And that's what God does. He gives us the ability, you know, to get the blessing. Um, and, and, and it'll change your circumstances in your life. But you got to be willing and you got to be able to give it to him. Because a lot of times we want to do things in and of ourselves, our own abilities. But our abilities cannot touch the abilities of God. Amen? So we want God's ability on our ability. And what do we get? The supernatural. Good God of mercy. Somebody ought to be excited about the supernatural. And then in, the, in, in, in uh, Proverbs 10, 22, it talks about uh, what does the blessing make rich? So I pose that question to you. What does the blessing make rich? Let's put nugget number three back up. Let's read that together. Amen. The blessing makes rich whatever is needed at the time. So what are you saying, preacher? What I'm saying is, if I'm believing God uh, for money, for finances, down payment on my house so I can purchase this house. And God uses a way or show somebody or somebody to get me that finances, those finances. Then my rich is those finances. If I need healing in my body and I pray to God for my healing and God healed me, my rich is my healing. Amen. So if, 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 uh, is there anything you need at that given time that God can manifest in your life? That's your rich. It's what you need from God at that given point in time. That's your rich. And what I need may be different than what you need, but that's your rich. So you got to know your rich. Amen? Amen. So um, if, if, if someone's married, you got uh, marriage problems right now. You praying to God, God, my rich is to heal my marriage. That's your rich, amen? So the blessing that makes rich is predicated on what you need from God. Not what I need, it's what you need for God at that given point in time. And that rich can be different things. That's why I tell you rich and, and, and prosperity, blessing is more than finances. It's the things that you need from God uh, for based on your individual situations. Amen? And um, let's put up nugget number four. Let's read. Amen. The blessing is a positive force and the curse is an opposing force. And we all understand this bishop had ministered over this, the blessing and the curse. And we were redeemed from the curse. Amen? But the blessing is a powerful force. And the opposing force is, all, of course, the curse. Um, unlike a blessing, a curse is an empowerment or endowment to fail. It is an empowerment or an endowment to fail. A curse will lead to failure. Amen? 
when someone is under curse, he experiences more than loss of material things. He experiences failure in every area of their life. That includes finances, family, job. That's what a curse would do. Amen? But we, all are, we are children of the Most High God, and we know that we've been redeemed from the curse. Amen? Amen? So, so, so we live in under God's blessing. And when we live under God's blessing, we experience increase in our lives. We experience the blessings of God flowing through our lives. We experience God's best. Amen? Good God of mercy. So that means that we excel beyond uh, our, our natural ability because God has placed his ability on our ability so we exceed beyond. Amen? And see, and here, as a believer, you got to get this. You got to get this. God gives us a will. He gives us a will. And we can have the will to live, the will, some people have the will to die. But when you have the will to live, that's the life that God has chosen for. He, he tells us to choose life. Because God's perfect will is for you and I to operate under his blessings. Amen? So the implication is that blessings are compatible with life and curses are compatible with death. Amen? And we choose life. Amen? We choose God's best. And as a result, we can live in the perfect will of God because we have God's best as a child of the Most High God. Amen? Amen. And uh, as you study in your Bible, you know, God mentioned about the promises back in Genesis, promises to, um, to, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he talks about um, the land. And, and he also talks about um, um, the promises. Amen? And land is a tangible thing. You can see land. But can you see the promises? Can you see the promises? And, 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 and when God was talking to Abraham, the promises was more important than the land. So the intangible, the things that you cannot see, are more important than the things that you can see. I'm going to say that again. The intangible, the things that you cannot see, are more important than the, th the tangible, the things that you can see. And I think that's where we get, we get ourselves in trouble. Because if we can see something, you know, that's it. But when you can't see it, but God has placed it on the canvas of your imagination, as Bishop would say. God showed it to you, but it hasn't manifest yet. But you got to trust and you got to press in and believe God. Because if God said it, it would truly come to pass. Because God is not a man that he will lie, or the son of man that he repent. If he said it, it will come to pass. Amen? Good God of mercy. Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. So this gives us the assurance that God always good on his covenant promises. If he said it, if he showed it to you, if he promised it to you, I don't care how long it's been. I don't care. I, I, me and God had some great conversation. And whenever we had any conversation, I'm talking about, man, I'm six or seven years old. What you talking about? He said, remember Abraham? I said, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he always takes me back to Abraham. I, hey, I, yes, sir. He takes me to Abraham. 
So it's not about age, it's not about time, because everything is in God's time. Amen? So don't get stuck on that. All right? Don't get stuck on that, Dad. It ain't about age. It's about God's time. Amen? Amen. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. And uh, in Genesis 12, uh, God promised to bless Abraham. Take me back to Abraham, praise God. <laughs> uh, in other words, he promised to endow him with the power and the ability to prosper. Hear me good. He promised to endow him with the power and the ability to prosper, succeed and excel in every area of his life. God didn't promise to give Abraham things or to make him happy. Okay? God prom promised to endow him with the power and the ability to prosper and succeed. You are no different. You're the seed of Abraham. So God has endowed you to prosper. Amen? That's why I said you have to be careful. When God tells you to do something, do it. So the promises of God can flow through your life supernaturally. Amen? But if you don't do what God told you to do, you, 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 you could be stopping your blessing. So today, I'm here to tell you that if God say do it, do it. It may not make sense. But if it's things of God, you know, the foolish things confound the wise. Amen? That's the word of God. Am I right? Is that in your Bible, Mr. Orphan? Okay, praise God. So if he said do it, do it. He didn't promise to give Abraham things or to make him happy. But he promised to endow him with the ability and the power to prosper. And ladies and gentlemen, you are no different. He endowed you with the power and the ability to prosper. Whatever God say you can do, you can do. What God told you he wanted you to do, you can do. Press in. Spend time with him. Let him know that you love him. He's a relational God. He's after relationship. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Aren't you the righteousness of God? Aren't you the righteousness of God? Press in, amen? Amen. Put up nugget number five, please. Let's read nugget number five. Amen. Blessings can be transferred by inheritance, invocation, and impartation. And we all understand the uh, inheritance. Um, like I said, that the Lord, as for inheritance, the Lord promised to endow Abraham with power was for just Abraham alone. It was for his seed. It was for us. It was for his children, amen? And, 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 and we are heir to the blessing. But it doesn't even stop there. Because when you were born again, you too became Abraham's seed. In other words, you was adopted into a blessed family, amen? Um, Galatians 3, 13 and 14 tells us that Jesus redeemed us from the condemnation so that we could be endowed with the blessings. Our born-again status in him makes us equal heirs 
for the promise. Amen? So we, we, we're heirs of the promise. Amen? Because we are the children of the Most High God. Amen? Amen. So we, we're entitled to the, the inheritance. And, uh, and, and, and as men and women of God, we have to leave our kids inheritance. You know, make sure we got proper insurance and those type of things to leave our kids the inheritance. Uh, invest wise as we go out through these days, these years, so that we can leave our children inheritance. And hopefully they'll live, live our children's children inheritance. Amen? And, um, and then we talked about the, the, the in, in, invocation. The invoke blessing is different. It's transferred through spoken words or through physical touch. Because if you look at Genesis 26, let me see, 20, Genesis 26, verses 1 through 12, um, let's see. It talks about, oh, and I'm going to try to read this real quick. There was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Amalek, um, king of the Philistines in Gerah. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt, live in the land of which I should tell you. Dwell in the land and I will be with you and bless you for, for to you and your descendants. I give all these land, lands and I will perform the oath which I swore to you. Abraham, your quote, Abraham, your father. I'm sorry. Okay, so these are things that the Lord appeared. He spoke these things. So that's what invoca invocation is, is when these things are spoken. These blessings are spoken over you. Amen? So that's one way of getting the blessing. Things are spoke over you. Bishop, uh, speak things over, you, over our lives all the time. Okay? That these blessings are going to come upon our lives. Amen? And then we talk about the imparted blessing, and it comes through association or connection. Who are you associated with? Who are you connected with? Amen? And uh, because that's important. That's very important because you don't want to be associated with the negative. You around somebody, so, oh, poor is me. I don't think it's ever going to work. Ah, da, da. You know, I think back how good God is. We talk about the blessing because I remember just before I got married, and Bishop always talking about, you know, women having houses and men don't and all this. Well, just before I got married, I didn't own a home. I stayed in an apartment. So I said, well, I got to make this thing right. My wife owned a home. Amen. And so I went and I found a house, a nice big house. And uh, I said, I'm going to buy this house. So, okay. So I get a call a day before closing. And the title company said, you need uh, X thousand more dollars. I said, well. I said, who you want me to bring down there? And they said, you know, X thousand more dollars. I said, okay. So I got out the phone and, you know, I said, praise God, they're closing tomorrow. So I got on the phone, I called my banker, and uh, I knew the president of the bank, I had good relationship with him. He said, Stan, just write the check, I'll cover it, I'll take care of it. The blessings of God. The blessings of God. He said, just write the check, I'll cover it, don't worry about it. Amen. Amen. And that's how good God is. And then on another occasion, and I don't know why God did with these houses, the house of me and them. And uh, my wife and daughter and I was looking at houses, and uh, myself, I'm looking at a two-story house. I like the big houses. And uh, then one day we finally went um, to this one house, and the builder was there. 
He said, well, sir, when you get past 50 years old, you don't want to go up and down those steps. Amen. So the light went on. I said, praise God, showed up. <laughs> so so, so, so uh, my daughter found the house that I live in now is reversed. So I go down the stairs, not up the stairs. So, uh, and we purchased the house. And um, my wife and I had gone out of town, and it was June of, uh, it was June, anyway, it was June. And uh, <laughs> my wife and I was in North Carolina. So I get a call from the mortgage company, and they said, well, sir, well, we're not going to be able to do your deal. I said, what? And I had a week before closing, okay? So my, I told my wife, and she dropped me, and you think somebody dropped a bomb on her. And I said, I'm going to take care of it, baby. It's going to be all right. So I made up a few calls, and, and then they said, okay, get your paperwork over to the bank. And uh, when you get back, you know, you, dip, you work with my, my mortgage lender, and we see if we can get this done. But you only have a week. I don't know, I mean, how many of you close on houses. You don't close no house in a week, well, in, in practical. But uh, long story short, I got back, started exchanging documents with the uh, mortgage lender. On the day of closing, I think it was June 15th of that year, we closed and we got the house. And, 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 and the interesting thing is, I was over at the bank that I used to uh, do the deal and he said, man, he said, you know, that's impossible to do it in a week. I said, man, we go to the same church. With God, all things are possible. What you talking about? <laughs> But, uh, but that's what I'm talking about, the blessing. You can't call, count God out, even at the 11th hour. You got to trust and believe God. If he told you, if he showed it to you, I'd say it, it will come to plans. Amen? And don't be around people that's going gonna, to gonna, gonna, um, um, disagree with you or, or going to be negative about the things of God and what God want to do in your life or saying these things can't happen because of this reason and that reason. You a child of the most high God. With, all, with God, all things are possible. He's the God of the impossible. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So, I want to leave you with this. Um, Proverbs 22, which says, The Lord blesses, maketh one rich. And we talked about Abraham. Abraham was rich in cattle, silver, and gold. If you go back to Genesis 13, too. Abraham was loaded, but God gave him, empowered him to get well. Okay? And that same empowerment, because we are the seeds of Abraham, we have that same empowerment to receive these riches, and I'm not just talking about finance, but health, if you need healing in your body, um, if you have issues with relationships. Um, Bishop shared with the men yesterday about so many issues going on in marriages right now. But God is well able to do exceedingly abundantly, but all we can even ask to imagine. But what we have to do, we have to make the exchange for the blessing. Amen? See, God supplies the blessing, but Abraham had to be clothed himself with the anointing for the blessing. 
He had to put on the blessing coat. Amen? It wasn't just going to happen. It was just going to overtake him because God liked Abraham. But that was things Abraham had to do. Abraham had to tap into that power in order to receive the benefit. Amen? And you are no different. God loves you. God wants you blessed beyond measure. It's our time. I believe God gave, gave me this through my man of God. It's because the blessing isn't just for us, but sometimes we can't get the blessing because when we become blessed, we forget that we are the blesser. Amen? And that's not the will of God for our lives. And as I say, it's no different than Abraham. He had to leave inheritance with children, 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 and we're no different. The blessing will make you rich and leave no sorrow. So when you get the rich, your healing, your, your marriage um, reconciled, family relationships reconciled, when you get the rich, there is no toil, there is no sorrow because God's in it. And if God have told you to do something and you haven't done it, I believe today, ladies and gentlemen, if you do it, the windows of heaven will open up. The windows of heaven will open up. There are great needs in the kingdom of God. Amen? And God's in the blessing business. And I don't think a better place on this earth and also to the viewing audience than Harvest Church with Jesus Lord. He wants he want us blessed because there's kingdom work to do. Those that's watching, whatever God has told you to do to receive that blessing, you need to do it. Because he's not a man that he will lie or the son of man that he will repent. Amen? And his promises, yeah, amen, amen. Thank you for joining us. Special thanks to those of you who give generously and make this ministry outreach possible. Click the link in the description to give now or visit hcio.org slash podcast for more information. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Even tag us on social media at Harvest Church KC. Thanks again for listening 